Hello all, this is Blind Hair Girl. So, it's um pretty early in the morning. Um, the last, during the last day of this retreat with Plum Village. And I, I haven't done any kind of updates since, um, I think it was Friday, I'm not sure, maybe Saturday. I, I really can't keep it straight, it was... It was so strange. Um, yesterday I had gone to the farmer's market. I had run out like during a break uh, at the retreat to the farmer's market. And I I was delirious. I don't even know how else to describe it. I had run into some friends and I, I could hardly even keep my, my mind straight. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I think I will be I will be completely cured by tomorrow from all of this um weird sleep cycle stuff. Um but I wanted to talk a little bit about yesterday. Um so I I we had like this um the way that the formatting is is they have like this kind of like opening and closing meditations and then in between they some days they had well every day they actually had a walking meditation um that I wasn't able to take part in that I actually forgive me for divulging this but slept through because <laughs> it was they were doing it at like three in the morning my time and and um and so <clears throat> But yesterday, I was just so taken back by the celebration. I I had neglected to say anything about the fact that I that I did participate in the Plum Village many of the Plum Village celebration of Ty's life. They they posted all of it pretty much. I I think to my knowledge on on Instagram, I mean, not Instagram, but YouTube. And so I was participating in it. And, and and I'm going to share something later about something that happened when I was participating in one of them. Um, But so, so yesterday, they, they had this, it was about two hours of, um, of meditation and chanting and poetry and song and and then they did the walking meditation and I was just so so taken back um I think it was it was really the first time that I that I like realized why um that he was gone I mean like realized that he was actually gone I mean I'm I just um was in and the care that the the clergy the 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 monastics took with his ashes <clears throat> and they they had this altar with this picture of him and and then they had like all these flowers these really beautiful I mean not like overly done but these absolutely gorgeous flowers and then they had these um 
stacks of, I believe it was oranges. And I thought it was very interesting. It was very interesting for me because they had two stacks of oranges and one of the stacks, you know, they like it stacks up kind of like a tree. You know what I mean? Um, one of them had the top orange and the other one didn't. And, and I was wondering two things. First thing, I was wondering if oranges were like his favorite food. And then second thing, I was wondering if one of them was missing because it was for him. I just wasn't sure. I didn't know what the symbolic, the sim, symbolism meant, but it was just so beautiful. And then, um, and then the, um, they, they took his ashes and they, they carried them so carefully. And, and, and then that kind of stopped. And then they went on the walking meditation and they didn't take all of the stuff on the walking meditation. And this was really so beautiful. He had done this walk for years. He had walked this monastery and done this particular walk for years. And, and it was, it was just unbelievable how beautiful it was. And I'm imagining like in the spring, you know, all the trees were like blooming, but there were, there were all different types of trees and like this green, like moss, like growing up the trunks of some of them. I mean, it was, it was just gorgeous, just the walk, but and then what what they were doing was they were every every few like every 5 minutes or something they would change the person who was carrying his ashes so that different different nuns and monks had the opportunity to carry his ashes and i was just so taken by all of that i just you know i i was just wondering how people were chosen you know how, how were people chosen to do certain things? And I don't know. I, I just, you know, I can't imagine, you know, that they were all fighting or anything. But I mean, this is, this was their, like, master. This was their person. <clears throat> and, or is. Um, and then they, um, so then what ended up happening, oh, and I wanted to, to also say that it was not only the monastics, but they had, what they later called their neighbors. So people were invited to the monasteries. There were a lot of just lay people there that got to participate in this. And there were children. So you would hear like children, like chatter. And it was just so beautiful. And and then when, when they went to actually, they explained how they were going to do it. And everybody got a like a tablespoon of his ashes and they and they got to take a tablespoon of his ashes and put it in this certain spot on on the by the monastery <clears throat> now i'm going to deviate for just a second because i just think that it's so interesting i i, I tell you all i have this like i just love tiktok for the information and I get really bizarre stuff on there and I had, you know, and somebody had, had put, have you ever wondered what <clears throat> ashes like remains from our, the deceased look like under a microscope? 
And, and so I got to see what it looked like. And it looks like, it almost looks like galaxies. The ashes, our ashes, the ashes, the remains of humans. It looks like galaxies. I mean, it really does. It, it was absolutely gorgeous. So I was thinking about that when they were holding and I was like, I was, I was kind of almost imagining myself and what I would do when I was watching because they were showing all of these people with such care putting his ashes um, into the ground. And it was, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it really was. Um, and then at this point, I, um, a little bit into that, I, I had to run and I, and I, to go to the farmer's market. Um, and, and then I came back and we had, we had our, um, the day was just kind of weird. It was like really broken up, but we ended up having our Dharma sharing. And I'm like, what is Dharma? <laughs> all these, all these terms, I have no idea what Dharma means. And so I, I looked it up and, and I, I think that it has something to do with the way that we live. So it's kind of like they're of the sermon. It's kind of like a sermon. Um, I think with the way we would, would, um, would talk about it, we wouldn't call it Dharma, we call it a sermon, but, um, so they give these different sermons, um, and, um, and so then, um, during the Dharma talk, I had this really interesting thing happen, um, I've, my, my meditations recently have been just incredibly powerful, um, they just have been something else. Um, and I, she just got us into this meditative state just a little bit. And I, I really, I like feel this, um, this, I don't know how to describe it, except this like energy in my hands. And I just, um, and I just pointed it toward the people on the screen. They were, they couldn't see what I was doing, of course, but um, just because I just feel so full up, just so full up of just love and joy and happiness. And, and so, it, and just kind of allowing that to like emanate um, from me. Um, and so that was really cool. Um, last night I was not able to, I really didn't participate in like anything. Um, I will be doing, um, the last two activities today. Oh, that's not true. I did watch this one. It was a Dharma talk and, um, and it was this woman and she was just incredible. And she was she was talking about, because they talked throughout this entire retreat about when people pass out of their bodies. And they talked an excessive amount about us living out Tay's life, like, like allowing Tay to live through us which was, was really bizarre to me because I've talked about this over and over again in my material. I don't know how 
I don't really know how this works. If if just kind of like, like, his body was made into into ashes, and then and then the ash, every little grain of ash is put into different people. I don't know how this works. That so many people can carry one energy. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works, but. This is where I'm going to tell you something. And if you don't believe in in past life, you don't believe anything in bizarre about all of this, you know, um, you don't want to hear it, then I guess just turn it off because this was weird. So um, I was, I, I, I would often put on the, the, um, this one night, I had put on about the the celebration of his life. They were having some celebration of his life. And I don't remember, I don't really remember what I was doing before or after. I don't remember what they were talking about or anything. But all of a sudden, <clears throat> bear with me because this is, this is so weird. <clears throat> there was this light. There was this light that like almost came off of my cell phone that was on because I was watching it on my cell phone and came into my body. It was like a it was like a rainbow of of like light and energy. I could see it. It was about um I would say 4 5 inches in diameter because it was it seemed kind of circular and so it was like this five centimeter like energy burst of light that came that I just sensed that it was him that his energy had had like come into my body and it, it was very strange. I didn't know what to think about it, but I didn't care because I was totally, I was totally happy about it. <clears throat> so during this, um, during this event, I, I was just kind of, I was just kind of wondering, I'm like, what, why has this person meant so much to me? How was I even introduced to him? To be honest, I don't know. I I think that I bought one of his books a long time ago. I'm talking 20, more than 20 years ago, like, which is a while ago for me. And, and I'm, I think I was really attracted to his, 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 him because he wrote the book the living buddha living christ i liked the fact that he yes he was a buddhist but he he did not he didn't he wasn't one of these persons who would condemn people with a different path so i was really attracted to this guy not necessarily to to like buddhism but to him, like not in like I was attracted to him and I liked him. That's not what I'm talking about. I I just really 
loved this person. I just loved him. I adored him. And, um, and then during this, um, during this retreat, I, I realized a little bit more about that. So I got a story. This about the same amount of time. Um, actually, this would have been 18 years ago. I did breath work. I did breath work with a, a, a therapist. She, she was a breath work person. And, and, um, this was like a really, really, really weird, um, breath work thing where you, um, basically put yourself in a state of hyperventilation. And I put myself in this state of hyperventilation and I, I, the first time, and I had this like really weird vision where I was a Buddhist monk. I was, um, and I was very young. I, and there was something about, um, horses. There was a horse and there was something and about my hands. And it was like, there was this war, this, some kind of war and they chopped off my hands this is horrible, right? It's like, why would you ever want to do breath work again when you have such a horrific image? Um, then I came out of it. Um, I, I had a really hard time with breath work in general because I didn't know how to go from that to going to the grocery store. Like it was very jarring for me to do this breath work and to go into these states, hypnotic states, and then have to go face my life but I'm going to tell you about the second, the second and last breath work that I did with this particular therapist. So, um, I, I got myself into this state of hypno of of hyperventilation, and I was laying there and in this state of utter nirvana. Like, like. It was the most heavenly state you've ever, I mean, I just, I was laying there. It almost felt like I was levitating. I mean, like truly, and I was enveloped in all of this white light and it just, it was utter peace. And then I never went back because I, I didn't want to do breath work anymore because I, I, I don't know. I just didn't know how to, I didn't know if I wanted to go back into the scene with the, I was a monk and murdered, or if I wanted to, um, uh, <laughs> be in a, med, in a nirvana state. I didn't think I would ever top that. But anyway, I, so I quit breath work. So fast forward to yesterday. I had that and I, and I just wondered was I with him? I mean, not as a, not, I mean, was I with him as like a comrade or a monk in his monastery or I, I was like this kind of like this soul knowledge about this person. Um, And then I'm going to share something else that I just think is um, absolutely 
absolute craziness um, that it that it come to me recently, like in the last few months during meditation. So when I I, I went to see I, I'm you know y'all know that I just I love movies um, and I had gone to see Braveheart. And a long time ago, I remember going to see it and I, I mean, I was just, I was just, I don't know how to describe it. I was really almost traumatized by that movie. I mean, like traumatized. I was so, um, it was like a truly upsetting movie to me. And, and over the years I've, I've. <laughs> I I've kind of had this like kind of made this these jokes about um or, or I don't even know if I've ever said this out loud this um that I that when I got older and I started to date started to date men I I was I was looking I was really looking for someone like William Wallace in that movie. I liked him. Like I liked his character. I liked like the person that he was. I was like really um, looking for this person. And it was so interesting because like I got out with this guy and I, and this was a while back. um, And I thought he was him. I did. I kind of thought, well, I think he might be, and then, and then I, I was seeing this, um, this healer at the time, and she said, "No, he's not." She said categorically, "That guy is not him." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but anyway, so I even talk about William Wallace in my book, um, but not that long ago, I had this vision. I had this really, 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 really weird thing come to me about William Wallace. And and the character that I actually may have played in his life, and it was more of a comrade. I was like his his comrade in, in a possibility of that lifetime. Now... This is what I don't quite understand. There are infinite possibilities, and then there's infinite versions of that story. I don't see how that could be possible, but they physics say it so that we have like parallel lives. That when we make a decision, the other decision goes on in a different timeline or a parallel life somewhere. So in a parallel life, you know, the version of this story could have been very different. But in this particular, I had this vision that I was his comrade, that I fought along with him. That I was his friend. I was his, I was male. So it's just so bizarre to me because I was like male in different lifetimes. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think all of us have been like different whatever's um but i've i played different roles in 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 my life i guess my life's <laughs> and see i'm not really into this past life stuff i know i'm talking about it right now but 
just because I think it's interesting. But it would explain, but getting back to um, Thich Nhat Hanh, I, I think it explains why I, I, you know, I was drawn to this person. I, I'm not drawn to the Dalai Lama. I mean, I like the, him, but I'm not drawn to him. I'm not, um, I don't have his, like a ton of his books in my, in my, but Thich Nhat Hanh, I do. I have many. Um <laughs> for a period of time. It's just I'm just such a silly person. I really am. <laughs> um I um I decided to put like all these books in back of me during my YouTube. So I, I moved this um this bookshelf um up from the living room up to my bedroom and I put it in my, my home office and everything and I and the books that I had showing, I had showing on purpose. I have them showing on purpose. There's a reason for why I put the books where I put them. I try to be pretty mindful about where everything is in my material. And so, um, and I always wanted to make sure that his books were showing. I did like in all in a, when I had my books on the shelf, his books. Um, he just really, really meant so much to me, and and means so much to me. Um, the things about his personality, um, just his calmness. Um. They they also they sing songs during this and I I ended up um downloading the songbook and some of the songs you know just just not being in a hurry just not being in a hurry I just feel like I'm in a hurry all the time I don't I don't know that I actually do things in mindfulness I mean I think there's some areas that I'm actually doing well in but some areas I'm really not I am in a rush all the time it feels like and he would say you know let things unfold like a lotus flower is like just like a flower you just allow it and you just um and I don't know I just found this whole thing so touching and wonderful um and um, it's just been a lovely event. Um, somebody had texted me the other day and they asked me what my favorite thing was about this retreat. I got to tell you, I, I, I love the, the monastics so much. It just, just the joy on their faces and this woman last night who was doing the Dharma talk smiled all the time. She didn't have any hair on her head. She's completely bald and she's an older person. And she just smiled all the time. And it reminded me of me. Because I smile a lot. And I was sitting there and I'm I'm looking at her and I'm like, 
She gave me permission to just be myself, which is a person who smiles all the time. I, I had thought, you know, well, maybe I, I am covering up for something or maybe I'm compensating for something or maybe I'm just playing this role. But like I just noticed that in all of my material, I'm always smiling, like nearly always. And last night, I just, when I saw this woman giving this Dharma talk, and she was smiling through the whole thing, and it just gave me permission. It's okay for me to smile all the time. But they're just so innocent. Like somebody put it, um, like perfect loving kindness They're just like the sweetest people. Just these pure souls. And that's been my favorite part. Is is the monastics taking on these characteristics that he had that... It's just so inspiring, isn't it? Anyway, there's a lot I've packed into this... um, podcast that I really just wanted to share um, these experiences. It it has been really great. I feel like it has actually been quite life-changing for me. I don't know that I'll ever really be the same. (laughs) I may do it again, but um, I may go to one in person, but they require a COVID test. I mean, a COVID shot I don't think you're allowed to go to Plum Village. You have to show um, proof of immunization, I believe. And so I don't think I'll be doing it in any in person anytime soon. Um, But maybe, maybe someday. (laughs) Anyway, as always, I appreciate you all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.